all set. So I am on like three microphones, one on the computer, one on my laptop and going live on Instagram. So hello, <laughs> welcome to episode 17 of Pure Sessions with the girl Lana and Pure. So I decided to do a little small little recap in case you guys are just joining so for those of you who don't know, I do a podcast uh, every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it is live, as you can see. So I wanted to do something a little different this year. Um, last year, when I first started doing the podcast, it was um, mostly um, just uh, streaming like for live audio, like audio books. Um, I'm kind of new to the the podcast game, I guess you call it pods, potters. I don't, I don't know. So I figured, well, what better way to get you know my message across than outside of just doing you know live streaming? I'm sorry, outside of doing um audiobooks, do it um live streaming so they you know people your your not clients but uh, your peers, I guess you want to call it, you know, can interact with you, see your facial expressions, you know, it's more personal. I feel like if you're just reading or if somebody's just listening to you, it's just not monotone, but it's not like as one-on-one, if that makes sense. So last year, I can say that now because it's like we're slightly, was it week two of January? Might be week one. I don't, I don't know. I can't keep track. Um, I did um, an audio book of my book. <laughs> Actually, which is out now. I'm not not here to promote, but just a little snippet. Um, it's out now on Amazon and um, app, the Apple Music, uh, Google Books. You know, I have the Kindle and the paperback, and it's called Tajiri. I have it somewhere. I'll show it to you. So you saying the whole Bible. So, a book is out. Tajiri. A conversation on the truth. I don't mean the truth they taught you in your history class. And you know, I wrote this book. Well, I've been wanting to write this book for some time, but um, I kind of became full force in a way when um, George Floyd was murdered on May 25th, 2020, and I kind of just like blew it all in. So that's out and you can listen to that. So I figured, you know, what better way than to, you know, if you're like me, you're moving, you're always on the go, you're always doing something and people like to listen while they do stuff like I do, like music, podcasts whatever so I'm like what better way than to move and groove than listening to you know book and I promise you it's not like just facts and things just dives into different topics so it talks about politics police brutality racism um um, the presidency growing up you know as African-American you know touches different different aspects and um so that's with that but um, I kind of also took a, a hiatus, I guess, away or a sabbatical <laughs> from social media for the past like three weeks. And honestly, it's actually been great. I kind of don't miss it. <laughs> I've been able to, um, you know, focus and regroup and do other things and just strolling, trolling and going through streams and reposting and retweeting. I just got tired of it. You know, when you get to the point where you're like not on social media, whatever platform it is twitter instagram facebook whatever and you're just literally just going through pictures you're not really doing anything it kind of got to that point and i didn't get this it sounds weird but i didn't get like i guess the same excitement in a way that i used to um before on instagram you know you have something to say you post it or your friend's doing something you you repost it or you like it just got 
I'm like, it's the same thing over and over again. So I guess I was not like caring. I, I don't know. So I took a little hiatus. So this is actually, I guess, my first time back on on social media live, essentially, uh, in 2021. So, ooh. so I talked for like four minutes about my life. So basically, um, with this whole thing, Pure Sessions with uh, Lana and Pure, um, I wanted to do something a little different because, like I said last year, um, for the first part of um, my podcast, I kind of just focused on my book. So what I would do, I would read, um, you know, a chapter a week and, you know, discuss the reason why I wrote it, my thoughts behind it, the thought process, blah, blah, blah. So with this, uh, I guess, part two of it, I wanted to do something a little more personal. So for this week's episode, something we can all relate to is relationships, whether it be, you know, um, friendship relationships, coworkers, uh, husband, wife, uh, boyfriend, cousins, you know, spouses, partners, whatever type of relationships. I want to talk about that. I mean, I'm not like a wise guru, but, you know, I do have a couple of two cents that, you know, I like to add if I, if I may. And so, um, so last year I did all the podcasts. It was just audio. There was no visual. So it's my first time doing the lives and the podcast. So bear with me. <laughs> I'm not as tech savvy as I um as I thought it would be. So what I have going on here, if you can you can't really tell, but I have the Instagram live. I have I'm on YouTube live, and then I have my other computer over here recording it. So if I'm looking down, it's not because I'm trying to be rude, but I'm just looking at like three or four. Hi, hi. Thank you so much. Um, three or four different cameras. Because um, like I've mentioned before, I don't have like a studio. I'm not high tech and all of that. So I do literally everything on my phone or my computer in my room, as you can see. So just bear with me with my little shenanigans. But um, yeah, so I feel like I gave like a little bit synopsis of the background between bit in between um on um the pure sessions live so the podcast my podcast is it airs live every sunday at 6 p.m eastern standard time so it's on youtube instagram anchor you know spotify apple google all that you know podcasts wherever you get your streaming and um it's once a week every sunday at six and you can find me um, because outside of being a podcaster or potter, whatever you call it, I um and outside writing the um book, I also am a DJ. Woo-hoo. So I do music and, and and engineering and beat beat making and music production. So I do that. So last week I mentioned I had like a little nugget that I wanted to share with you, which I did. Um what do you call it? Um I didn't give like too much information last week because it's still in the works. And um, so last week I mentioned um, I had a project, one of my projects I'm working on for music um, coming up in the next couple of months. So that's still a thing. Um, So this week I'll give one more nugget. Last week I said it comes out or airs um, around ladies' favorite holidays. So that was like the little nugget I gave last week. <laughs> so um, for this week, I'll just say it's, um, no, you know what, just, you just, you'll, see, you'll see when it comes out. I don't want to give too much because it's, it's almost here. So that's with that. So yeah, so you can check me out. This is my like music um, business page, Lana and Pure's Corner. But uh, my main page is just Lana and Pure. And you can find all the info in my bio. Um, same picture, same name, just with corn at the end, so you won't get confused. <laughs> I want to make it simple. Um, so 
on here on this page that I'm doing a live on. It's mostly just music, podcasts, and updates. And on um main page, it's just kind of just music. But all the um podcasts would be live on this page, so you can find it. It's all all the info is in the bio. And also one last nugget before I just keep talking. Um my website. I have also a website too. Yay. I, I tried to dabble into making my own website. I want, I'm like, everybody else can do it. Let me just try it. So it's not as, you know, high tech as uh, most of the websites, but my website, it's also in my bio on this page and my main page. And it's lepentertainment.com, which is just Lana and Pure Entertainment. And that lists, you know, the music I do, um, the new music that's out, um, the podcast, and also... I also took another hiatus from um, doing lives every Friday, you know, with my controller. It's right here. Um, every Friday I would do lives at 8 p.m., but I kind of was not, I didn't lose interest. I just, I think I lost my creative juice for a minute. And like after a while, it felt like I was like forcing it. You know, when you're like doing something for so long and you kind of like run out of the juice. <laughs> so I kind of, I kind of, um, ran out of the juice for a second i felt like each week when it would be that time to do the live i felt like i was like forcing myself and, and rushing so i'm like you know maybe let me just take a minute and i'll come back to um doing them so i know every week i say tune in for the live but just bear with me i'll be back soon plus i have some new things in the works so you know bear with me with that so i think i gave enough um promoting for right now <laughs> so let's dive into the topic so this new season I guess you want to call it this new year I wanted to do something different with the podcast instead of just reading you know from um my um what do you call it the book, sorry, I'm just lost train of thought. Reading from my book each week and talking about the chapter, I figured um, this new journey in a way, which also ties into my name change. You didn't know before when I was doing my music in the beginning of this year, I was under um, DJ Fire and I changed my name to Lana and Pure because I felt like, not that I couldn't get behind DJ Fire, but it was more so I felt like Lana and Pure, it just kind of like sounds weird but kind of just like came to me in like a spiritual moment because I'm very heavily into reading my Bible, doing Bible study and things like that. And I felt like with that name or that phrase, it kind of was just like an awakening because I try to do a lot of regrouping and reflecting after, you know, each day if I can, you know, with everything that's going on with uh, COVID and what's in the White House and this day-to-day things, you just sometimes just need that time to just regroup, reflect, and relax. It's kind of like my three R's that I'm trying to stick to <laughs> for 2020. So I was um, finding myself doing that more often, which is a good thing. And that kind of just came to me. So that ties into the name change. That ties into the music I'm doing now. It's a little bit different than what I was doing before. Before it was more so just, you know, like trance, house, progressive dance, which is cool. I love that kind of stuff. But sometimes you want to just mellow out, chill out, or, you know, just vibe type of like coffee talk music. So, um, so I'll give you a little nugget. I know I said I wasn't going to, but I'll give you a little nugget with the new project that's coming out soon. You'll see soon. Um, this music, this big project, it's a little bit more songs than my usual. Um, this vibe, I guess, this 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 uh, wave is um, 
kind of more on like the trippy chill hop neo soul vibe so it's kind of like that so i was um excited to try that i haven't really tried um you know making music like that I kind of stick to you know house and dancing and trance and um a lot of um deep house dub but like i said this whole new beard these past couple of weeks or even months just new things have been you know circling so i'm like let me try something different and let me try this little vibe because i like that type of chill hop neo soul vibe so that's with that so with that being said it's also one mention uh this book well not book but this um daily word i read this every day it's 365 days to a healthy soul the healthy dose and the daily dose excuse me and this is basically uh not a bible verse a day but kind of different topics per day so one one page can be um resurrection power and it gives you a bible verse and then it discusses that so you read it for the whole year um i'm one day 79 i kind of got this before the new year started so i kind of like to a little bit but it's very good it's very powering i read it every morning before you know start the day and it kind of gives me like that um reflecting vibe reflecting aura to think and reflect you know from the night before so if you haven't if you don't have one daily dose like you know those 365 daily reads you know that your grandmother has in her bathroom at church or you know at home it's very good i would recommend that so i've talked for about 30 minutes about myself <laughs> so what i'm going to do now is dive into the topic of um relationships i had music i was going to play but um you know, I'm not even going to mess it up. You know, when you have something you think you have, right? Everything played and everything paused and you move something, then everything shuts down. Next week, I promise I'll have some background music. Like I said, you got to bear with me because this is my first time doing, like I've done lives, obviously talking on lives or um, doing music on lives, but doing this whole uh, streaming podcasting, you know, um, recording thing, it's, it's new. Like I have the equipment I guess essentially I have the microphone and the headphones, my little computer, my camera, but I'm just learning day by day. And I, and I follow, um, you know, other podcasters who have more episodes and do more things and to see how they move and groove. And, you know, I figured, um, let me try it instead of just like half-assing it, but kind of just giving like minimum effort because it's your brand. It's your baby, you know, essentially that you're doing. And you wanted to, um, you know, reflect uh, yourself, right? If that makes sense. So for this week, I kind of was struggling with which topic I wanted to start off with as the first episode, essentially, um, in Pure Sessions. Um, and uh, before, with Pure Sessions, before my podcast, which is called London Pure's Podcast. But then I kind of like, Pure Sessions kind of sounds more of like a chilling with coffee and tea by the fire vibe that makes sense so with this week specifically i was struggling with which um topic to start with so it's either going to be on um bible study and like getting closer to god at least with my journey or relationships <laughs> and i feel like that's like a universal uh topic that seems to never get um it never seems to end so i just want to give my two cents it's not like i have like a lot to say obviously but it's just um um 
just my little two cents. And by obviously, I mean, it's going to sound crazy, but at least for me, I think with um, at least how I, how I am and how I interact with people, my tolerance lately, I don't know if it's just me, but it has been really low. Um, more so like my patience, I guess. I feel like I get annoyed a little easier. I get frustrated a little bit easier. Like it's not that I want things done a certain way. In a sense, we all do. But it's more so like, oh, I don't have time to deal with the shenanigans. And I know nobody does. But, you know, you just get to the point in your life, um, whether it's, like I said, coworker relationships, boss relationships, parents relationships, you know, couple relationships, you just start realizing that you're not that you're not going to you know deal with certain things that you used to be okay with before like for for example for me when I was um, younger I guess I can say that now because I'm 27 so when I was younger essentially um what I would deal with in relationships would be um the not hearing from the person like you could be texting for like like you're dating right and you could be texting for like um three, four, five hours straight, right? And then the person just goes like ghost, right? And then they just appear like the next day as if nothing happened. And it's like, but wait a minute, but weren't we having a conversation yesterday about like anything? Let me be serious, but just anything. And then they come back as if, you know, like nothing happened. I'm like, before I would be like, oh, okay, maybe you're busy. You know, we're not married. You're not tied down. You don't have to be like responding you know, every three seconds, you, know, you don't want to be smothered. But, and before I'd be like, oh, it's fine. He'll get back to me when I, when I want to. Um, but then I was noticing, at least with me, because I can only speak on my experience. I can't speak on other people's experience. But um, at least with me, I was noticing that it was like a pattern with the people that I was talking to. Not just this one person. Well, I'll use this one person example. But with this one person, it was a pattern. Like, it would happen more frequently. Like we would be talking about anything, nothing like nothing serious, but like just anything. And then they would just disappear. And then they would come back and then just be like, Hey, or they would come back and be like, yeah, okay. And I'm like, but I already forgot what we're talking about. And then with this particular person, it would happen frequently. So then I'm like, let me just say something. Cause it's a little annoying now before I'd be like, all right, you're busy, whatever. But, um, and then I would say something and I would be like, you know, I don't like when you do, you know, this, I would like to hear from you more often. And then the reaction would be like, well, you know, I'm busy. I'll get back to you when I can. And again, I was younger, so I kind of really didn't, I was like, okay, well, whatever. But I'm like, now fast forward to like, now I'm like, well, no, I mean like, cause you see, okay. Because see, I call them, at least for me, I call them courtesy texts, check-ins, right? You could be busy. Um, right. But if you're like talking at like 9 a.m. and then you don't respond back to like 10 p.m. and it's just like a one word message, it's like, I don't really want to talk to you because the whole day has gone by and I'm already on to like the next thing. Does that make sense? It's like, I'm not going to be like now what I'm realizing that I'm not going to deal with. It's like, I don't want to have to wait around because time is precious. I mean, especially now, time is is very precious. So it's like, why do I have to sacrifice my time for you to just get back to me with a one word message? That makes sense. I know that sounds cynical, not cynical, but I know that sounds like annoying. And it's like, oh, you know, you're not married. It's not like you haven't been together for like ten years. I'm like, but you could be together for like six months. But if the if a person, whether it's on both sides, right, or doing something that 
the person doesn't like, then you should be able to bring it up in a conversation and then have a discussion about it, right? And then come to resolution. Because I've always noticed that it um, there's different types of conversations. There's conversations, right? There's discussions, there's disagreements, and then there's arguments. And I've tried to stay in the conversation discussion part before it gets to the second level of, um, what do you call it? Disagreeing and arguments. Because then when it gets to that point, you're just yelling, you're screaming, you're not, um, what do you call it? Listening to what the person is saying because you're just talking over them. And at least for me, I've learned to struggle with listening to a person before I respond because <laughs> as females, we already have like 10 receipts that we want to say before the person that we're talking to is finished because we were like, well, you know, you said this at this time and I have the results of this. So you said this during this time and I have the receipts for everything you said. And at the same time, we're not even listening to what the person is saying because you're so focused on your response and your 10 receipts that you're not even listening to them. So then it gets to the point of disagreements and then arguing because the whole time this person is talking to you, all you're focused on responding is, you know, your receipts. And then that makes the other person feel like, well, did they really hear me? Or were they just waiting their turn to, you know, pull out the receipts and then check off the list? And that's something that we discussed maybe a month ago on um, my Bible study group, which is a good group you ladies should join. Sorry, fellas. It's only for ladies, but it's, um, I have it here on my, it's on my phone. I'll put it in the, the, this, um, post, um, so you guys can follow them. It's a great girl group. We meet on zoom, obviously now, cause we can't meet in person, we meet on zoom, um, every Wednesday at 6 PM and I'll write it in the bio of the girl group. You guys can check it out for the ladies. It's, it's sufficient and it's fun. And we talk about different things from, from relationships to family matters to, to being closer to God, to your walk with God, to your journey with God. So it's not just like a strict, you know, Bible study group. And I've actually been with them since July last year. And they started back in May because one of my friends, um, she introduced me, shout out to Amber. She introduced me uh, to them for like weeks and I was just like never go on. But then I, like, you know, let me just try this one time. And I'm happy I did because it's like a, great community to have your voice heard, have your voice listened, at the same time grow with God, because we're all essentially around the same age. We're all dealing with the same things, relationships, parents, friends, families, coworkers, jobs, not working, money, bills. So it's a great community to, you know, really be yourself. And I've seen, at least with me, I've um, learned to speak more, speak up more, because I've always had issues with um, voicing my opinion, because I always didn't want the other person, you know, feel offended, which ties into relationships. And I'll get to that in a minute. But um, or speaking up, I always had problems with even in school, public speaking. I was just very shy person, <laughs> still am, very shy person with public speaking in front of the front of a crowd and stuff like that. Like I could do it sitting down and just looking at the teacher, but if it was like you know standing you know in front doing like an Earth Day project, I would like um okay, and then I would also have issues with um eye contact, which I still do now this day. I, I don't know why. I just, I have an issue. Like I'm having a conversation with somebody, even now, even through the camera, I have to look away and then come back. I just don't know. It's just, I've never been good with eye contact. And this, even when I was younger, I would always have my head down and speak, you know, in a low, soft voice. So it's, it's taking me some time to like, um, 
open up in a way. I don't know. I just, I think I was just a very shy person, right? You know, growing up in school, I would, I was to myself. I didn't have a lot of friends. was quiet. So um, I think that's probably where it came from, being shy, not speaking up, kind of staying, you know, in the back shadows and stuff like that. Because growing up, especially in um, elementary to like middle schoolish, maybe seventh, eighth grade, I was a little bit overweight. So I would get picked on a lot. And plus, since I couldn't really, I didn't really um, speak up a lot, I was just stayed to myself. So that kind of like ties into everything. I mean, now I kind of say whatever's on my mind, which gets me in trouble, but that's neither here nor there. But, um, but yeah, definitely check out this group. I'm going to put the name of the Instagram page in the um, bio so you could check it out. But um, what was I saying? All right. To the point where I said that I wouldn't be able, I wasn't able to, uh, I guess, speak up as much or speak up as frequently that I wanted, that would also be an issue with the, in the relationship because I would always feel like that I would be offending the person if I didn't, because um, if I said something that kind of was like too forceful or if I said something that kind of was like, that, that came off, not angry, but that came off that, I guess angry, because my thing would be, I would hold it in for like weeks and weeks and weeks. And then I guess when it came out, it sounded like I was like yelling and screaming. <laughs> Cause I guess I had like a lot to say, but that never really was the case. I just never knew, I guess my issue was I never knew, I, I didn't say it during the time. That makes sense. Like, you know, when you're feeling some way, some type of way at that specific moment, they always say, you know, voice it now because later it'll just eat you up and then it will come out like you're yelling and screaming. I think that was my issue. So when it would come out and we would have, you know, the discussions, it would always sound like I was like screaming. And sometimes I was, but the other times just, I think I just had like a lot to say. So um, growing up, I would learn to I guess, keep to myself and then say if it was necessary, whether it was like relationships or um, parents or friends, I would always be like, let me just stay back and just, you know, not say anything. And then let's just see how this plays out. Like I was like one of those, like a people watcher. And I still am to this day. People watch, see how people move and groove. Like if you say a certain thing, see if their body language or their moods change. And mostly nine times out of 10, (laughs) it would, at least in my mind, I thought that it did. But um, with relationships and what I was saying earlier, the ties back with the tolerance and what I will deal with and what I won't deal with now, and even so now, people still take forever to respond. Like, that's my thing. Like, when people have, like, a deal breaker or a pet peeve or whatever you call it, my thing is if you take, like, like six to seven hours to respond and you just write back with, like, hey or okay, and then just talk to me when you have the time. Like, that's my thing. I would rather you reach out or text when um you have the time there's a groove consistent groove not just like um i guess like sporadic texts like that's why i call them check-in check-in texts because if you just say like we're talking like at 10 a.m and then we stop talking like at three and then you just write like oh hey i'm gonna be doing blah blah for like a couple hours i'll talk to you later cool that makes sense but if we're having like a heavily discussion on like 
our childhood dreams in like an in-depth open conversation and then you just like disappear for like hours and you write the next day I'm just like yeah it's like the consistency of being considerate of the person if that makes sense like their feelings because if you're dating somebody or dealing with relationships at work or friends or cousins or whatever it's a relationship it's two people so you're dealing with another person's personality 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 oh my god unless you're like a twin or something or like good good friend but even still then there's still some ups and downs so my thing is if you just check in for like a couple seconds then you're taking the time to show the person that they mean a little bit to you more than just saying, well, I'll get back to them when they can. And I've always been a person of before when I was younger, not now so much, but before when I was younger, well, let me do this back to you to see how it feels. Because nine times out of 10, there are people who operate if they're getting done the same thing back to them, then they slightly change up or they like take a step back. But mostly they're just oblivious to it you know, because they are in their, they're set in their own ways. And it's taking me some time, even with the Bible study group, a girls Bible study group, I've learned it's taking me time, some time that you have to understand people's, I guess, not walks, but, you know, people's um, journeys. Um, because you don't know, like, what it took for them to get there if that makes sense. Like, you don't, you don't know what it took for them to get there. Um, and oftentimes we're like, well, why are you not doing this? Or why are you not doing that? And we're so busy to, um, like, fixate ourselves on other people's relationships that we're just like, well, let me just try to focus and do that on mine. So I've learned that, and it seems to be um, working not so much so right now what i'm gonna do is i have one thing that's recording that says i can only record for 30 minutes so i'm gonna stop this now and do part two in a second so hold on all right we're back <laughs> i had to get that charge so let me play some music because yeah let's play some music Okay, so right, so as I was saying, hopefully this is not too loud, this music. Let me turn it down, because that's probably really loud. Some background music. Yeah, so I don't know if you're like me. I like to have some sort of sound or music in the background that I just I can't stand the quiet. It's just me. I guess I'm just a music head. But, um, but yeah, so with the relationship thing... For me, that's just my little pet peeve. I don't want to just, I could talk about that for hours, but that's just my little pet peeve. If we're talking and we're having like a steady conversation, and we're having like a steady conversation for like a good 10 minutes, I'm like, but where'd you go? So for relationships, it's okay. So here's the thing. The reason why I'm not in one now is because it takes a lot of mental energy. It takes a lot of mental time and takes a lot of um, patience to deal with another person, right? People say, oh, they want to be in a relationship. 
but they don't want to actually put like the actual work that goes into being in a relationship. Cause you can say you want one. And then when you have it, you're, you're finding yourself sometimes, at least with me, I've noticed recently you're not giving it like your all. And so sometimes you just don't want to, cause it's a lot of work. Or maybe sometimes you just don't have it in you to do it. Like there are times when people go, um, from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship, back to back to back to back, without a time of healing in between, you know, without a time of thinking, reflecting, regrouping between. Because that that takes from if you go from one relationship to the next consistently, back to back to back, there's no time for you yourself to heal, to grow, and to love yourself all over again and refresh. It's like a restart. It's like if you never turn your phone or your computer off for like six months, it's just gonna just not die out but it's just going to be like so you need that time i guess the transition period to take the time to regroup because it takes your energy your soul your mind space to deal with and be with somebody and know the nuances and how they move and try to like give them what they need because everybody needs to be nourished you know everybody needs to be nourished needs to be loved needs to be care to and if there's no break in between that time span it's just it's just a lot and I was I guess prone to doing that when I was also not younger but like maybe like five or six years ago maybe I was one of those who would just go from one to the next and next and next because I guess essentially it wasn't that I was like well sometimes I was bored (laughs) this was like I'm bored whatever but at the same time I guess I'm one of those people who haven't I guess, gotten to the point yet where they're okay with being by themselves. And I've gotten to that point now. But back then, I guess I wasn't at that level or that maturity of being okay with just, you know, moving and grooving by yourself. Because, you know, I always say, oh, you don't need a man to to satisfy you or build you up. You don't. But at the same time, if there's um, deeper issues with yourself and how you think and how you groove and move, then that sometimes also seeps into you know, the next relationship, which goes back into or ties back into that healing time. If you're still dealing with stuff, either it's from your end or their end from the previous relationship, and that hasn't been settled or solved or nourished yet, and then you and then you just go into the next one, then that sometimes seeps into the next one. And then whether he or she or them or guys or girls, they get the butt end of not the, the heartache from what you felt, but the the extra baggage because you're bringing that over to the next relationship. And that sometimes, you know, can cause issues because it's like, well, what did I do? Why is this, you know, happening to me? What What's the issue with that? There's no period of transition. I guess it's the best word to use. I can't think of another word. <laughs> but I think that's the best word to use. There's no time for you to heal and to regroup. Um, and I guess now I got to a point where I'm like, okay, if I'm by myself for like six, seven, eight, nine months, that's cool because it sounds like a cliche, but like there is there is a person for everybody. I do believe that saying, you know, or have faith or, you know, there is that special, I guess, soulmate for that person. But at the same time, it's just like now I'm just like I'm okay with with that. <laughs> Nothing knocks people who are um are um together or married or relationships or engaged or what have you. But for me, I'm just like, I think, I think now I'm just like, okay, I'm cool with just having like a 
companion. I know that sounds weird, but I'm like, okay, I'll just have somebody that you know you can talk to. Um, you can talk about things, lives, grooves, moves, and not have that um, pressure. It sounds so bad, but not have that responsibility to, um, what do you call it? Give your all all the time, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, for me now, like before, even like a year and a half ago, I was like, oh, you know, you think you found that person or that person you think that is different from the rest. You think that they can give you, you know, this, that, and the third and vice versa. Because before I would always be one of those females who'd be upset that this boyfriend wasn't like buying you things, um, taking you out to dinner, you know, um, texting all the time, flowers, candies, the work and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm thinking, what am I doing? A lot of people always demand so much from um, the male in the relationship that they're not looking at themselves. Case in point, Valentine's Day. I used to love Valentine's Day. I mean, as a kid, you get the candy and the cards and, you know, I like you, like you and all the other stuff. But, you know, as I got older, or as I got older, I was like, oh, I like, you know, flowers, the little teddy bear, the little dates, you know, cute little stuff. But my thing was, and I kind of calmed down a little bit, but my thing was I was always comparing the relationship that I'm currently in to friends' relationships or what you see. And I guess I was always competing with that because I'm like, well, we're the same age, you know, the couples. We're the same age and our friends are the same age, but how come they're doing all this other stuff and they seem happy all the time? Or how come, you know, she's getting all this stuff, but I'm like not getting anything. So I was always comparing my relationship to other relationships and be like, well, what if, what's happening here? Like, why is it not the same? Like, why am I not... I guess, feeling like fulfilled like I should be because, you know, everybody wants that affection, whether it's showing it, telling it, doing it, you know, whatever. But um, so that was always my big thing. And I guess (laughs) that wouldn't seep in and cause issues because I was always saying like, well, how come I don't get this or I don't get that? And then it took me a while to realize, but I'm doing all this stuff. I mean, I'm saying all this stuff, but what am I actually doing, if that makes sense? Like, you want all these things. You want the flowers and the candy and the card and the attention. But, like, are you giving your spouse or your boyfriend or whatever you want to call it the same thing with Valentine's Day? You know, ladies, and I was like that too, ladies want so much. They want the dates. They want the the chocolate, the candy, the champagne, the strawberries, the millions and millions of gifts, gifts and stuff like that, the shoes, the bags. But at the same time, what about the guy? <laughs> he may want the same thing, not like everything, but he may want that same adoration. Is that a word? Adoration? Adorance? Cater- catering? He may want that same catering and that same love as well, given to him on that day because that's my thing and it took me a while i'm like valentine's day is just a joke because it's like these nothing wrong with you being lovey-dovey so let me just say that real quick so don't take this next thing must to say to heart this is just me how i feel and how black my heart is but my thing is the issues i've seen with ladies i'm just shaking my head because i'm like you really expect y'all could be arguing for months and months and months arguing, yelling, screaming, shouting on February 13th. And then February 14th comes and magically he has the flowers, the cards and the candy, everything and you all lovey-dovey. So you mean to tell me everything that y'all been going through for those six months up until that date 
just went away on one day. But what happens on the 15th of, of February? You go back to arguing, yelling, and screaming? Or are y'all like, okay? Like, like, it never really made sense to me. There's 365 days in the year. So one day out of the year, you're telling me everything's fine from how everything was on the 13th and then how everything will be on the 15th. Like, it shouldn't be a day. It shouldn't be a day made for you to think or feel that he or she cares for you when they just were yelling and screaming and out in the streets on the 13th and then they're back at it on the 15th. Like, it shouldn't just be one day. You should, it should, my grandma always would say, and she still does, every day should be Valentine's Day. Every day should be Christmas. Every day should be your birthday because you should always be doing these things the rest of the year, not just because, as I say, social media, you know, dictates it. That's just my thing. I just never understood. I never could get behind that because I'm just like, but is it real? Or are you just doing it because you are expected to do it? If that makes sense. You should want to show your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever love and affection and stuff like that and cater and, you know, special things, not just because it's a date on a calendar. <laughs> I just never got that. But like I said, that's just my my opinion. Don't take to heart what I'm saying for those of you who are lovey-dovey and all the other jazz. But just for me, it's just, I never got it. So, and like I said, growing up, I always wanted that big stuff on Valentine's Day, the flowers and the cards and the candy and everything. But then after a while, I'm just like, this is just, it doesn't seem genuine because I feel like it's just <laughs> because it's the 14th of Valentine's Day. But like, what about the rest of the day? Like, we still have issues come come midnight on on Valentine's Day. Like, the issues are still there. They're still there. Just They're just delayed <laughs> so much. I don't know. That's just, that's just me. I don't know. But, um, like I said, don't, don't, don't take what I'm saying. I'm very cynical. I'm very like, yeah. So that goes into the point where I said that, um, I would, would mind a companion. Like I'm one of those, I'm like, okay, well, if we're talking, we're talking for not. Okay. Like you can't, what is it? You can't force somebody to be with you. And I've tried that growing up. I'm about to be real transparent with y'all. Cause there's no point of, I don't have no shame. The only person that should be ashamed of is nobody. And I used to be, um, one of those people who would be like, well, if I don't do this and they won't do that, and if I'm not like, if I'm not acting this way, um, I won't get, you know, the love and affection. It was just crazy. I just, I just don't get it. Like, I'm one of those people now who are like, well, if you don't text back, okay, no text back when you can't. Like, I just, it took me a very long time to get to the point where being okay with how people are. You know, like, cause you can say it to your blue in the face of what you like and what you don't like and what you want, what you don't want. And if they don't change and it's not that they don't care, it's just, that's just how they, they are. Like you can't change people. You really can't. Even though ladies think they can, men think they can, parents think they can, you can't change anybody. I mean, nobody changes. They just get better at hiding who they truly are. You know what I'm saying? So you can't really change anybody. It took me some time to really think like, yeah, you really can't force somebody to be with you. They don't want to be with you because it shouldn't be work for somebody to be with you. They should want to want to be with you. They should, you know, be happy to hear from you. It shouldn't have to be, you know, pulling teeth to get a text, <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. Everybody wants to do things over text. And I used to be big on that too. Like I, even now I still kind of hate talking on the phone. I was like, well, what's the point? I already know what you look like and sound like, but if it's um like an emergency, sure. And now I'm like, well, communications, 
communicating always gets lost in the sauce during text messages because everything looks the everything through a text message looks the same. Like there's no like explanation points. There's no voices getting higher low. There's no like differentiating in the voice. Everything in a text message looks the same. So you can talk about like the worst thing. You can write it out without periods or commas, exclamation points, and it still reads the same. But if you're like wanting to communicate and wanting to fix the issue, then you pick up the phone or you do FaceTime. And that's what I've been trying to do a little bit more often now, doing um, not so much FaceTimes, but phone calls and um, voice notes because the person, whomever you're talking to, can really hear how you really sound. It's not just looking like whatever, you know, because it's showing, you know, the importance of the subject matter, if that makes sense. And that's just something I'm at now. So <laughs> it's funny, people who used to know me before would be like, oh, you've changed, you're being different, you know, you're acting weird, bougie, you're stuck up. I'm like, no, it's just, after you come, you finally get to a point, male or female, gets to the point where, you know, you're just not going to just settle for what is. It's like, not that you're like demanding the world, but like, there's things that should happen and there's things that shouldn't happen. So if you're just simply asking for communication or you're just simply just asking for, you know, that compassion from somebody who says they want to be with you, then you should get it. You know, it shouldn't be hard. Like it shouldn't be like a relationship is already is work as is. There shouldn't be, you know, so much more work because it's not worth it. It's like, like I said, you're not married. You know, you're not together for 10 years. If you're just dating for like six months and there's just issues behind issues behind issues. And it's like, is it really worth your time, right? It's really worth your time to deal and sit with somebody who seems to not either A, want to change, right? Or B, seems to not see the point in changing, if that makes sense. Like, I never like to use the word that they don't care because people do care. But again, you don't know their journey that got them to this point and why they are the way they are you know it takes time to know somebody like really know somebody they always say it takes five years to know somebody I feel like it takes a lifetime to know somebody you can be with somebody for like you know six months and you feel like you've known them for the, for your whole life versus being with somebody who you've been with for 25 years and you wake up and you're just like I don't even know you anymore so it really depends on you know like the person situation and the time and what you'll handle what you'll deal with and what you'll say, you know, I'm not dealing with this or what you'll settle for. And that's a key word, settling. A lot of us settle, just settle, whether it's in work, whether it's in our careers, whether it's relationships, whether it's whatever we're doing. Sometimes we just settle because it's comfortable, right? We all rather would rather want to be comfortable than uncomfortable or, you know, stepping out of, um, the comfort zone because if we feel like if we're just okay we're here we're settling we're doing this this is better than looking and searching and trying and working you know so I feel like a lot of us need to not settle so much but more so look at it from um different lens like this is not your life if that makes sense this is just what is now and there's something not sounds bad when you say something better on the other side, but there's always more to what is, if that makes sense. Like, you know, male, female, whatever, you know, in your heart of hearts, um, if you're happy, right? If this is what you want, if it's worth it, we know, we all know, we just choose to ignore it because, you know, we don't want to have to do the searching and starting over again, if that makes sense, right? So at least for me, I've learned to be like, well, like I said, you can't force somebody to be with you or better yet, you can't force somebody to talk to you, meaning like texting or calling or, you know, 
interacting with you. If they want to, you know, reach out to you, then they reach out to you. If they don't, they don't. After a while, I'm like, you know what, what's the point of me? Like with, with whomever, coworkers, bosses, friends, you know, clients, whatever. It's just like, my number hasn't changed since I, I was 13. My number has always been the same. And I've lived in the same area since forever. So it's like, if you want to reach out to me, you can. Like, it shouldn't be this difficult to get you to want to talk to me. Because if you want to talk to me, you can. Because I'm one of those people who are like, I'll talk to anybody. We'll vibe with anybody. But it's like, it has to be met halfway, if that makes sense. You can't just be, you know, one-sided. Because after a while, it gets tiring. It's like, you're doing all the work. And for what? If the same results are still there, that makes sense. So... I don't know, with relationships, um, like I said, I'm just here to talk about all relationships. Like, granted, yes, the more, in a way, important relationships are your core relationships, uh, family members, friends, um, spouses, boyfriends, girlfriends. But at the same time, um, if you aren't okay with or, or happy with you, like you yourself, then you really can't sound like a You really can't give, um, like not your all, but you can't really give to another person if you're not whole yourself, if that makes sense. Because like I said, it does take a piece of you to give yourself to somebody. And if you're not whole, then that piece you're giving sounds so cliche and forgive me, but that piece you're giving is all bruised and battered and chipped up because you're just giving them like you're just giving it to them. You're not really fully, completely giving yourself to somebody because you're just, you're not complete yourself that makes sense I don't know but I feel like I <laughs> I feel like I know what I'm trying to say but it's not coming out correctly so I just sound so cliche and I hate being cliche but but yeah I mean that was just my little two two three cents on relationships and you know I'm sure I'll bring up this topic again that just it came to me the other day like I said I was wrestling with talking about Bible study and being closer to God or relationships and just some things that I've looked over in my life and some things I've looked over in the past at least even past year, some things I'm noticing that I've changed on, something I've noticed that I've, I've tolerated, not tolerated, and even now, um, even during this time of being in the pandemic and COVID, I've seen myself grow when it comes to like, oh, well, this is not fun. I'm not dealing with this. So I just exit the relationship or exit the situation versus just being like, well, I'll wait or you know, maybe they'll change or maybe they'll do something different. And I mean, I'm just like, huh, was I really like that before? Now I'm just like, okay if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't so that's kind of my mentality it's not cynical but it's more so me just being like well my time is valuable right my time is precious as is as is is everybody's and I'm learning to just be like I guess go with the flow that makes sense (laughs) so I'm going to wrap it up because I've been talking for some time and I think this only, like I said, lasts for 30 minutes and I don't know how long YouTube makes you, lets you uh, record and I don't want it to cut off on you, but um, I hope you guys enjoyed my little two cents. This is something different. Again, this is not like, I guess, scripted, so I'm kind of like free-balling, free-spitting. I don't really like to... um, plan what I'm gonna discuss even with my music when I do my when I used to do my lives I used to in the beginning plan like have a list of songs I was gonna play but now I feel like it comes off more organic if you're just like you know free balling and doing it like that and these are just like genuine um conversations and genuine topics that you know the youth I guess of this day the young generation millennials excuse me 
excuse me, um, are having. So I feel like I wanted to give my little two cents in on that. But just a quick wrap up before, or recap, I should say, um, before this ends. Excuse me. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, So the podcast, the podcast air live, as you can see on Instagram, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. Hello, my friends down on YouTube land. Um, Live every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can find me on your Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Anchor, YouTube, SoundCloud, too, at um, Lana and Pure. And it's the same photo on my Instagram pages that you'll find my podcast. So everything's the same. So no confusion. And um, you can find all my previous episodes. And this is actually the first full. I did one episode of the last chapter live, but it didn't really go well because it was just grainy. But this is actually the first full, full live video of the podcast. And um, every week, every Sunday, it'll be available to watch and listen to, you know, ASAP. Like I said, I'm still learning the ins and outs of the electronics and the recording and stuff like that. So please bear with me. I'm trying to so just bear with me. Um, and you can also find me on Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud at London Pure. And then my main page, London Pure's Corner. Sorry, business page, Lana Pierce Corner. And um, for the music that I do, the DJing, the the music engineering, the artist and entrepreneur stuff, it's on, um, it's under Lana Pure. And for my old stuff, it's DJ Fire. But you can find everything on all the platforms as well. And yes, stay tuned for my, um, I don't want to call it mini big project, but it's like a big ish project <laughs> coming out soon stay tuned for that i'll probably start promoting that next couple of weeks so this month it's already the 10th which i don't understand what's happening but it is so stay tuned for that but yeah i'm kind of still on the social media hiatus so i may not be on as much but i definitely will be on here live every sunday at 6 p.m so you can definitely count on that just bear with me with the the lives every friday i haven't gotten the I guess a creative juice back yet. So just bear with me with that. But I hope you guys enjoy my live. I did. It's pretty cool. I like, I like, um, I like this interaction. Um, even if, you know, five people join, that's five more people I had on today than I had yesterday. You know, that's the way to get yourself out there now with being on lockdown essentially and doing everything virtual. You know, everybody's on the internet, everybody's on social media, you know. So I'm like, well, let me just try this, see what happens. And again, I'm not doing this. It sounds crazy, but I'm not doing this for likes and retweets and streams. Well, yeah, I am doing for streams, but likes and retweets and, you know, um, a huge audience. It's just I want to use my little platform of some things that I want to say that's, you know, important to me and that can help, you know, the next person, you know, because I've watched many videos, many podcasts or even lives and the topic that they're talking about could be specifically what you needed to hear on that day at that time. And it can change your whole mood, your whole vibe. So that's really what I'm here for. That's my whole, I guess, shtick behind Line and Pure's Pure Sessions is to kind of just empower the next person that that they meet, empower the next person who watches this. You know, it's no judgment-free zone. You can be open, you know, and reflect and regroup and relax. You know, it's all about just relaxing, chilling out and just channeling your inner self and realizing that you have so much more to offer than what meets the eye so i hope you guys enjoyed i need some water before i start coughing again but yes i will see you lovely lovely beautiful souls next sunday at 6 p.m eastern standard time and i hope you guys enjoyed and always say do what you did today that you couldn't do yesterday okay but i'm happy you guys tuned in with me you rocked out with me i'm gonna have fun it's gonna be a good year i feel it but yes 
See you guys next week and have a blessed, blessed Sunday.